Hey there, I'm Jay Renee. I'm part of a group of underground beauty professionals and entrepreneurs that you've probably never heard of. We're beauty rebels. We may not have taken the traditional path in life, but we understand that beauty professionals have some of the most powerful hands in the world, and we have the power to help people live their best lives every day. Yes, there are those who try to convince us that our industry is vain and that it's superficial, but we prove them wrong every day because we have products and services that we know can change people's lives. We're pretty smart, so don't let our good looks fool you. Because we may not have taken the traditional path in life, we have to do things differently. Because we're not weighed down by quote-unquote conventional thinking, we see things from a different perspective, and because of that, we can move differently. We recognize that the marketplace has changed and that we must do things smarter. How do we do this? Well, it's not by asking for permission to do so, that's for sure. Sure, there are some that would like you to think that we aren't serious about business because we're beauty professionals. But make no mistake, we're not here just to play dress up. We're the creatives. We're the loud ones. We're the weirdos. We're the ones that just won't listen. We're the ones that are proud to blaze our own path and leave the door open as a way for our colleagues to follow. We're misfits, troublemakers, and showstoppers. We're beauty rebels, and don't forget, we're pretty smart. On this podcast, you'll find a mix of my trainings, marketing tips, and beauty industry insider information, as well as interviews, chats, and also my current thoughts. The beauty industry is changing. It's more exciting than ever, and I'm so happy to be a part of it. The people in it are some of the most creative and talented people in the world. So here, you'll find great information on how to increase your profits and to grow your business as a beauty industry professional. Have any questions, would like to be featured, or looking for a speaker for your next event, simply contact me. You can contact me through my website, jrenee.com. That's J-A-Y-E. R-E-N-E-E dot com. And you can find me there. You can also find me on Instagram at Beauty Industry J. And with that, I hope you enjoy this episode of New Beauty with J. Renee. Hey guys, welcome and thank you for listening to this episode of New Beauty with J. Renee. I hope that this episode finds you well and that things are going um, well with your business. So with this this episode, I'm going to do things slightly different. So I have three different topics that I'm going to be talking to you about. And then if you have any questions about them, then as always, just let me know. But I wanted, I had a few different things that were on my mind last week and in the last few days. So I didn't want to do just one major theme. I wanted to break, um, break this episode down into a few different things. So the first one is about teaching people how to do business with you. One thing to keep in mind is that everyone and every business owner, run they run their businesses differently. There are no two businesses that operate in exactly the same way. And it is for this reason that I want to remind you that it's up to you to teach your clients and your potential clients how to do business with you. For instance, if you prefer to be contacted in a certain way, if you prefer certain types of payment over others, you need to let them know. 
<clears throat> some people prefer, you know, cash payments. Some people prefer allow checks. Some people allow um, different cash um, applications and different ways of peer-to-peer, peer-to-business, or person-to-person transactions via their phone, via email. Um, some people prefer cards only. Um, you can have certain instances where you only do auto billing for certain services and certain products, and that's fine. And however you want to run your business, it's totally fine. You just have to let people know what your preference is and have to let them know how your business operates. Now, I know that some professionals worry about giving people specific directions because they feel like when they give them too many directions that it's going to turn people off and that um, it's going to be too much and they won't be able to follow the directions. But the truth is, is that if you fail to give people proper directions, they're not going to do anything because they're going to be confused. For instance, if you are someone who um, does a lot of your interactions via social media, via text, um, via online, that's fine. Just let your, be sure to let your clients know and your potential clients know, people who want to do business with you but who haven't done, did business with you yet, let them know how you prefer to be contacted. Let them know um, how you will be responding. If you're going to be responding immediately, let them know to, respect, to expect a response ASAP. If you need, you know, four to eight hours, if you need 24 hours, just let them know. I find that people don't mind waiting to hear from you if they need to, if you let them know what your turnaround time frame. For instance, um, if I receive a message um, from my website or email, I, oh, excuse me, (laughs) I make it a point to respond within 24 hours. Um, certain times for certain clients, if I'm available via text, um, I may respond, you know, immediately. I may respond within two hours. Um, and there are some instances if I'm traveling, if I'm busy, then I will respond within 24 hours. But I do my best to make it clear when they can expect, um, a response or follow up. And I make it clear to them which way, um, or which ways I prefer to be contacted. So again, you need to make sure that you give people specific directions. For instance, if in order to book an appointment with you, you want someone to visit your website, to uh, request an appointment there, and to possibly leave a deposit, um, you need to let them know. Give people as specific, as many specific directions as possible, and then on the other hand, let them know what they could expect as a result. Again, and and this is how I see it. I think it's just like a relationship. When you're when you meet someone and then you you know you're considering being in a relationship with them, um, they don't automatically know what things you like and what you dislike and what makes you happy and doesn't work. What make you happy? Like they have to figure out what works for you and you have to figure out what works for them. And it's the same with the business. People, you know, people do business differently. Things are different. uh, People operate in different ways. So when someone is new to you and new to your business, you have to keep that into consideration. Keep that in mind and let them know that you have to, um, not to assume that they know, right? Make it clear to them. Um, if If you're on social media, Make it clear what you expect there or how they can contact you um, and the ways that you prefer not to be contacted. So that way they're not seen as a burden. 
if you're on social media and you do not accept direct messages, let them know. If you do, great. Um, if you're open to email, let them know. Website, if, if you prefer to, to do it, you know, older school, if you, if you prefer to get them on the phone, figure out what they want so that you can help them in the most efficient um, time frame possible, just have them give you, give you a call and let them know that you prefer to be contacted via phone because some people, they're hesitant to um, want to reach out to you um, sometimes because they don't want to feel like they're being a bother. So let them know that it's okay and let them know the best way to contact you and let them know the ways that you do not prefer to be contacted. Now, um, again, people are, who are determined to do business with you they will not um, be upset or they will not have a problem with what you're asking them to do, okay? Now, if someone is just coming um, to waste your time, to kind of window shop or see what's going on, now, those are going to be the people that may have a problem. And that's fine because those people typically weren't going to spend any money with you in the first place. So... That's another way of kind of weeding out people who are serious from people who are not when you give people specifically directions. The people that have really have an interest uh, to do business with you and um, that's something that they're committed to doing, they will follow your simple directions. People who just want to window shop and just kind of be nosy, they're the ones who's going to give up because they're not going to want to go through all those steps because probably they're not there for genuine reason in the first place. So if they don't follow your directions or they feel like, you know, it's it's too much, then they're probably going to waste your time anyway. And you probably know this to be true because you probably have people calling um, to ask you questions about information that you already have available, either on your website or on your social media, but they chose to ignore it because they just want to do what they want to do instead of what you ask them to do. Um, and so these are the people that you, you know, you don't want to have to really... Um, guide or you don't want them to come into your business because they're troublesome or um, they're just high maintenance or they're lazy, you know. You don't want people that you have to babysit and coach along. You want people that are going to be respectful and mindful of your time and your talent um, and who's going to follow a few simple directions um, so that you could provide them with the services and the products that they want. That's what you want. So, again, just like a relationship, when you are looking to establish a, a relationship with someone on a, on a business level, um, you have to teach people how you prefer to do business. You have to teach them what you like, what you prefer. You have to let them know what you don't like. Um, you have to let them know what's acceptable in your business, and you have to let them know what's unacceptable in your business. And there are multiple ways that you can do this, um, again, through information on your website, um, information on your social media accounts, um, your email, um, things like that. So I just want to remind you not to assume that people know exactly um, what you expect out of them because there are so many different ways that you can contact people. There are so many different ways for us to communicate that nowadays, if you're not specific uh, then it really will hinder you from getting new business sometimes because if people have too many options or they get overwhelmed, they're going to say, forget it, they're not going to do it. So, when, again, when people have too many options, they choose to do nothing because 
it's just too much. It's information overload. They don't know where to start. They don't know where to go. So you take the initiative and provide them with information, instructions, and directions, okay? So um, the second thing that I wanted to, t- wanted to talk to you about today is about um, finding extra money to either um, build your business um, or create a new avenue in your business, Um for for um, some people, even just to get into the beauty industry, um, taking classes um, or things like that, some people feel that they don't have the money. And we spend a lot of money on some, a lot of, I'm not going to say frivolous things because we have a right to like what we like, but sometimes we may be spending a lot of money um, in small increments and we don't realize how much we're spending when we could use that money to help build our business or expand our business in a different way. So, for instance, um, if I, I drink a lot of tea. I like coffee, but I don't really drink coffee that much. Um, but I love tea. And for most people um, that I know in the morning, they're either they're going to get a cup of, cup of tea, they're going to get a cup of coffee, they may even get a smoothie. And... And all these things, like smoothies could range around 4 to $5, you know, a day for a smoothie. Um, tea, but you know, a dollar to $3. Coffee, a dollar to $5, $6, $7, depending on how fancy you want to get. So before you know it, within a week, you're spending, you know, $55, $60 on drinks drinks that you're going to, um, that you have in the morning that you probably can make at home. <laughs> but sometimes when we're on the move or out and about, we want something then and there, we spend a lot of money. So I want you to think about that. If you're spending, let's say, let's say average five, $5 a day, you're spending $5 a day on a cup of coffee times 10, that, that's $50, right? Or a smoothie or a tea. Anyway, if you're spending five dollars extra a day on something times ten, that's that's fifty dollars. Let's give a little tax. So fifty-five dollars. So for a lot of these, um, for coffee, for instance, if you were to get a gallon of coffee, a gallon of coffee would be about fifty dollars, fifty-five dollars per gallon. Okay. Now, when you think about gas, if you're someone that drives then you're thinking that's a lot of money for something per gallon because gas right now, let's say I usually put premium gas in my car and so for pre- premium gas, it's it's between uh, 210 and 240 a gallon in my area. I mean, I'm sorry, 310 uh, and uh, 310 and 340 for supreme gas in my area. That's per gallon. So if I were to get uh, uh, like coffee for the week, like that's $55 a gallon. That's like, that's a lot of money. So for me, if I'm looking for somewhere to, because I need an extra $100 or $200, because let's say again, I spend $55 a week on coffee or tea or smoothie times four, that's $220 a month that if I either cut back and started making smoothies or drinking coffee or just cut it out for you know, for a period of time altogether, I would have an extra $220 a month that I could spend on either uh, different ways to market my business, that I could spend on building inventory if I want to start a beauty line, that I could pay a designer for graphics, um, that I could use for labeling or packaging. 
So, um, and that, that example that I gave you is just based on, again, based on drinks. Because most of us, while we're out and about during the day, we're going to get some tea, some coffee, a smoothie, you know, um, I don't drink soda, but I mean, sodas can be expensive and you know, you're drinking a soda here, you're drinking a soda there. Um, especially if you eat out a lot and that's something that, (laughs) that's something that, that I do, um, quite often. I, I'm on the go, but I, um, I've always liked to eat out. And so I try to structure my life in so that I'm able to do so, um, as much as I can um, without going too crazy on my budget. But these are different ways that you can find extra money that if you sacrifice a little, you can put to your business. And I say this because, again, there are so many people who feel that they don't have the money to go to beauty school or barber school or, you know, to take these continuing education classes or um, to take extra classes um, or to use to build their business via expanding their marketing um, campaigns or operations or by starting a beauty line or some kind of product line. Like you there, you have more money than you probably think about it, but you probably just have to um, take a look at your budget, take a look at what you're spending on a daily basis and on a weekly basis and see what you can sacrifice for three months or six months. So given my example, if I just... If I spend $5 average on coffee or tea or smoothie, um, that's $55 a week, right? If I'm just talking about five days, so average with tax, I'm going to say $55 a week, right? Times four, that's $220 a month. So if I do that for six months and I sacrifice for six months, that's $220 uh, times six. So that's about, that's like $1,300 or something like that, right? And that's money that you could go towards classes or school or definitely to a product line so you can create an additional stream of income. You can definitely use that to um, put some money towards a few different things as far as a marketing campaign goes. So I just wanted to bring this up because, um, again, there are so many people, um, and I'm trying to help a lot of people start um there are different ways of increasing their revenue, whether it's um, having a product-based business along with their service business, um, or whether it's to take con- um, continuing education classes, to learn new skills, to get better at the skills that you already have, or if it's for someone starting out initially who needs to get licensed and who needs to go to school. Um, sometimes by taking a, a look at our a second look at our finances, we can find um, that money. So. Sometimes you have to ask yourself, what's really stopping you, right? Because the, the truth is, if you feel like you don't want to make any sacrifices, like for instance, if you're saying you want a, bitter, a bigger business, you want a better business, you want to create multiple streams of income, you want to do this, you want to do that, but you can't look at what you're doing and see where you could sacrifice so that you, you could make it better. Either one, you really don't want to be better or you don't want your business to be better. Or, two, you've let other people convince you that you don't have what it takes and that whatever you have now is all that you should settle for. And both of these are not true. So if you really want to build your business bigger, um, expand what you're doing, create multiple streams of income or whatever, basically if you want to grow your business or get started in this industry, really nothing can stop you because... You can always have a better business. 
you can always have whatever it is that you want. So don't let people convince you that it's too hard to get started or oh you should be you should be happy with what you have because you're doing well. You can always if you have a desire to do better, that means that you have the capacity to do better. So it's time to be honest with ourselves. If we really want to be better, if we really want our businesses to be better, the only thing that can really stand in our way is us. So there are plenty of ways that you can do so um, that won't cost you money, um, that may cost you time and effort instead, but you're still going to have to sacrifice. You're still going to have to find a way to find the time and to you're going to have to put in that effort. So no matter what, if it's not going to cost you money, it's going to cost you time and effort, right? And if it doesn't cost you any money, it's probably going to cost you more time and effort. And if it does cost you money, it's probably going to, you know, maybe not cost you as much time and effort. But some things, you can't get around the money issue all the time. And because you can't get around the money issue all the time, when money's tight and you're looking for ways to stretch your money or you're, you're trying to figure out how to make things work, you don't really see right off the top of your head how you can, sit down, do an exercise, figure out what you're spending on things that you don't necessarily need, especially if you're hitting up, you know, coffee shops in the morning, if you're hitting up the smoothie shops in the morning, if you're getting lunch every day. If you want to expand and grow your businesses, there there is going to be something that you're going to um, sacrifice because we spend a lot of money, resources, time, and attention on things that will not truly benefit us. So the time is now for all of us to redirect our energy and our states of mind if we truly want to be successful in this industry. But if you don't, carry on as usual. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about that really quick because sometimes money can really get away from us, especially this time of year after the holidays or during the holidays. Then we're going into a new year. Um, sometimes we're doing family things or um, traveling or whatever, what have you. And our funds and our finances can get away from us. But if we can take that time, take those resources, take that effort to direct it into something that's going to make us better, make our businesses better, we'll definitely be happy about that. So ways to up your game in 2018, in addition to growing your business, in addition to making sure that when people come to you, they know how you prefer to do business, is to make sure that you're on your top of your game. So outside of um, outside of the previous things that I talked to, here are some things that you can do within your business um, or if you're getting started to that you can remember for when you get started with your business so that you can up your game in 2018. Now, the first thing is to be sensational. And I'll put up some, some air quotes. And when I mean this, I, I just mean, when I say this, I just mean that don't be afraid to express express your personality. Your personality is either going to do two things. It's going to draw people to you or it's going to draw people away from you. But as long as you're being natural, as long as you're being true to yourself, you're going to be fine with it. Because if you are afraid to be yourself, then you'll attract people who are not really drawn to you or your business in its most authentic way. And you're, it's, you're going to drain yourself trying to keep up pretenses, right? So be, be, don't be afraid to express yourself and, and be who you are. Um, be yourself and, exp and embrace what makes you different. Embrace what makes your business different. That's one of the best things that I love about this industry is that 
we have the ability to pretty much express ourselves in in a way that most industries can't. You know, if we want to have purple hair, green hair, we want to have, you know, earrings all up to our ears, you know, through our chins and cheeks and brows, we can do that if we want to. We can come to work with 10-inch heeled platforms on or, you know, leather boots. We can do whatever we want to do because creativity is the name of our game. Like, we have that freedom. So don't be afraid to be sensational and to embrace yourself and what makes you and your business different. Two, position yourself as an expert in your, in your field. If you have a specialty or something that you do and it's your thing and that and you know it inside and out, don't be afraid to let people know that. Don't be afraid to share your knowledge with people. Share why you own that niche or that specialty, right? Don't be afraid to share what makes your process different better, more convenient, healthier, or whatever it is. Let people know. You can share that information on your social media pages, on your website. If you have a you know YouTube bl- um, vlog, you can share that information. If you're out and about in the community, you can share that information. But don't be afraid to um, celebrate your expertise. You know, you're a professional. Don't be afraid to share your information and what you know. The next thing is to zero in on who you want to attract and who you want to do business with. A common misconception in business is that you should be happy doing business with anyone that decides to give you your mo- give you their money or anyone who decides to walk into your business. And that's not true. The truth is you have the right to do business with people that you want to do business with. And you have the right to do business with people that are going to uh, not just accept you, but value, appreciate you, and respect you for what you do, right? The next thing is to know what sets you apart. And you can't be everything to everybody. And in this industry, you can't do everything. You can't be a jack of of all trades, um, especially 100% of the time. You can start in one area and transfer over to another, but you will exhaust yourself if you try to be all things to everyone. And that's fine. Know what it is that you like. Know what it is that what you want to do. And know what sets you apart from everyone else. Okay? And also, take baby steps when necessary. And be ready to make changes when you need to. Um, I know sometimes when working with clients, uh, we, we want to make quantum leaps, right? That means we want to make this big change. And a big change is all, always... Um, what we're working to, but a lot of times it's the small things that leads to those big changes, right? When you have time to look at your business, you understand that things are going to change. You are able to be flexible. You'll, um, you start to recognize the patterns that you have in your business. Um, and, and just in the business, um, the beauty industry in a whole, um, when you recognize their patterns, like for instance, if you know that the summertime in June and July, it's probably going to be your slow months unless you do a lot of a bridal. Um, you know, August, September, October are going to be busy. People going back to school and all these sorts of things. And November and December, especially in the D.C. area, it's gala season. All these things are going on, holiday parties. People are traveling. You know, these are busy times. So start to recognize the busy periods and the drier periods for your business. So that way you can use those drier periods to plan 
Um, and that, and that way, when you have those dry periods, you won't stress yourself. You won't trip. You won't think, oh my gosh, the sky is falling because I'm not making as much money, um, this month as I have been the last few months. When you understand the ebb and the flow and the different patterns of the industry, you won't take things so personally. You'll be better prepared. You'll be better motivated. Um, and you'll know where you need to take baby steps. You'll know where you're ready to leap. You'll know um, what things are going well and what needs to stay the same. And you'll know what needs to be changed. So sometimes you'll have to make small changes. Sometimes you'll have to make big changes. But it's easier to make the small changes first. So sometimes when we're changing things or we, we want our business to grow and get better or we're starting the business, we want to jump right into the big or the dramatic. Some, but you have to have a good foundation and you have to have baby steps. So sometimes baby steps are definitely necessary to grow. And then as long as you're prepared and you're flexible and you know what's going on, you'll be ready to make those quantum leaps when necessary. So I, like I said, I talked about a few different things or three different major topics that I wanted to talk to you about. Um, one was needing to teach people how to do business with you because you should never assume that people know. Um, because people don't know your preferences. They don't know your likes and dislikes. So, um, again, just as in a relationship, when you're meeting people and you're getting to know them, you're building that rapport. You have to um, let them know how your business operates You ha and, and what your expect expectations are, and you have to um, be willing to see what their expectations are so that you can uh, meet and exceed them as well because it's a, this business is a two-way street. Number two, um, take a look at where you can save money on other things so that you could forward that money, those, that time, and those resources to growing your business um, or taking classes where you need to or um, putting more money or more resources sources into your marketing campaign or, you know, paying someone to help you to write your book or whatever it is. Try take a look at your business and see if you have lots of waste. Especially if you feel that money is tight and there are things that you want to do but you feel like you don't have the money. Take the time and sit down and go over things to see where you can cut out some things. Because what even if it's a few weeks, even if it's a few months, even if it's a year that you have to sacrifice in order to make a big jump to get where you want to go, do it. Okay? But you can't just say, oh, I don't have the money for this, or I don't have the money for that. I'm sure you do. You just have to double check to see if you're spending it on things that you may not need right now. And also, you know, get it rolling and keep things going with, with simple steps to make sure that you're on top of your game, and, and that's being sensational, not being afraid to express your personality by being your, yourself and expressing um, and embracing what makes you different. Being confident in positioning yourself as an expert. You're a professional, okay? Own that. Own your knowledge. Own your education. You're not doing this for fun. You're, well, I mean, it's, it's fun, and you're not doing it just for your health, but you have a passion to do it, to help people um, look better, feel better about themselves, to create a better life for themselves. And that's what this industry is about. This industry is about helping people live their best lives, Okay. Zero in on who you want to attract and do business with because you don't have to do business with everyone. You have the right to do business with who you want to do business with. And and that's not, when, I, when I'm saying that, I want to clear this up because I just thought about something. That's not just to say, oh, I don't like these types of people. I don't want 
to do business with them. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying this to, to um, say that it's okay to, to basically discriminate against people. But what I'm saying is there are clients or there are people who will be a headache for your business. There are people who bring drama and, and, and unnecessary things to your business, and you don't, you don't have to tolerate that. Know what it is that sets you apart and be fine with that. Be confident with that. Share that with people. Share what makes you different. Do you have a process that's quicker, that's healthier, that's more convenient? Let them know. Don't be afraid about that. <clears throat> and then understand that sometimes baby steps are necessary in order to get to make those quantum leaps down the road. Okay? <clears throat> if you want to make major changes, that's fine. Major changes will come, but start with some of the basic fundamental things that, you, that you'll do. And then once you start making incremental change and then start changes and start seeing progress, your your those victories will become bigger victories and it'll become a snowball effect. And then you'll be seeing yourself making these quantum leaps and you'll go from, you know, not doing as well to you want to doing amazing things. But you want to make sure that you uh, take baby steps where necessary, but that you remain flexible. Um, you understand the patterns in your business and in your industry so that when the time comes for you to make um, those quantum leaps or to make a big change or an opportunity presents itself to you, that you're ready. All right? So that's it for today. Thank you for, again, listening to this um, episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee. And I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee. If you have any questions or would like clarity on anything you heard today, please feel free to send me an email at jjaye at jrenee.com. I will be more than happy to answer any and all of your questions. You can stay up to date with what's going on in my world by heading over to my website at jrenee.com. And fellow beauty rebels, you can follow me on Instagram at beautyindustryj. That's J-A-Y-E. If you would like more information on how to hang with fellow beauty rebels, send me a direct message or private message on Instagram. Oh yeah, don't forget you can get a free copy of my book, The Six Figure Stylist, Secrets to Exploding Your Beauty Industry Business and Creating Success by Design by going to thesixfigurestylist.com. That's the six figure stylist with the six, the number six. Join me next time and remember you and your clients are just one hand away from what you want. I'll talk to you next time. Hey guys, it's Jay. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee. Listen, if you are a new or aspiring nail technician, head on over to freenailclasses.com. And if it's not you, if you know someone or you know someone that knows someone, send them over to freenailclasses.com to take a free nail classes. Listen, it's easy to spend hundreds if not thousands of dollars on beauty classes, beauty courses, only to figure out that it's not for you. Wouldn't you feel a lot better if you were able to do that without spending that money? Head on over to freenailclasses.com and let's get started with today's episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee.